Hey, Meet Cute listeners, we are Likewise, a recommendation app for TV shows, movies, books, and podcasts used by millions of romance fans just like you. Everyone has a romance trope they can't get enough of. Whether you're into dark romantic fantasies, enemies to lovers, or slow burns, you can discover more of it on Likewise. You can search for specific genres, tropes, or themes and instantly get recommendations picked specifically for you. Download the Likewise app today. Chapter 2, Alone Again. Amy didn't want the headache of trying to explain basic math to a beach bum while watching a gorgeous explosion of color bloom across the morning sky. You took that math detail from what I told you about Brad the bartender? (laughs) Sure did. It's funny that he doesn't know how to multiply. Makes a great character trait. It's not funny, it's tragic, and I told you that in confidence. You broke our rule. No. Our rule is that you can't use any personal details from someone we are actively dating. Anyone who is not a current contender is fair game. I haven't cut Brad out of the running yet. What? Naomi, yes, you have. He doesn't know the solution to four times eight. I thought you'd moved on to David from the bachelor party. Isn't that the whole reason you're insisting on this cruise today? Yes, yes. I just need to know you're actually interested in David, and this isn't some long con to force me to hang out with Christian. It absolutely is not. Girl Scouts honor. Good. We both know after two Aperol spritzes and a few smiles from David, you'll forget I'm there. Can you just get back to reading this chapter, please? Fine. As Amy turned to a fresh page in her journal, she wondered what Tanya was doing who the mystery man in her room was and if she'd ever see him again. This is supposed to be a vacation for us, she wrote in her journal. Okay, I think we all can admit, Amy is too obsessed with Tanya. She's not obsessed. She's a good friend. Keep going. A sliver of golden orange had just started to rise above the blue glass waves. Then Amy heard a familiar voice. Hi, Tanya said. Got room for one more? I feel really good about our work today. Me too. Once I realized your plan wasn't to paint Tanya as some huge flake, things really started rolling. Ooh, look at the end of the pier. That's got to be the dead poets waiting for us. Wow. This is the first time I've seen the bachelor party outside of the restaurant. They're usually all sitting down. They look different. Finally, I've been waiting for you to get a little boy crazy on this vacation. Writer's retreat. And calm down, I wouldn't go that far. How long do you think this is going to take? This looks like it's going to be one long distraction of a day. You should go ahead and chuck your notebook into the sea. I don't think you're going to get any writing done. Naomi! Kate! Is that David? How does he know my name? No clue. He just talks to me about crypto. I'm surprised he knows my name. Hello. Welcome to the Naughty Buoys. Excuse me? That's the name of the boat. (laughs) Isn't it cool? I'm David. I've heard a lot about you from Christian. It's great to finally meet you. Nice to meet you, too. Where is Christian, anyway? Always our dashing hero. He's off helping the bartender with the drink hall. Now, tell me, where's the best place on this boat to lounge? Oh, Naomi, I've saved you the number one spot. Let's see, you are actually right next... To me, it looks like, oh, that's so weird. I wonder how that happened. Oh, brother. Can uh, I get some help? 
These kegs won't walk themselves down the pier. Excuse me, ladies. I thought you said he was boring. Once you get past the flirty bravado, I fear it's all Bitcoin. But today's about finding out. Oh, no. Don't look now, but... Brad the bartender? What is he doing here? He must be coming to serve drinks. This is a disaster! Hey, Naomi! Hi, Christian. I just found out we're going to a private island. The captain is a local and is taking us to an uninhabited spot a few hours from here. Really? That's awesome. That's what I said! I can't wait to see some local flora and fauna. So far, it's been all curated resort gardens. And I can't wait to drink in the sun. Did you know I've never been on a boat in the ocean before, Christian? Oh, I... no, I had no idea. Well, it's true. First time for everything, I guess. By the way, I brought you something. You You did? did? If you promise not to leave her side... Naomi... Then this copy of One Steamy Summer, A Rose Lane Tale is all yours. Deal. Why are you making that face? I'm not making a face. I thought you were writing. I am, but it's almost impossible to do so while sitting next to someone who is reading a book you wrote and is clearly making a face. Hello, lovebirds. Oh no, drunk already? I brought you both a mojito. We're so lucky to have Brad here today. Christian? Lucky? I thought it was a disaster. How quickly things change. Oh, potato, potato. What's going on over here? Christian, tell me she's not actually writing. Well, our Kate is something special. There you are, Naomi. (laughs) I've been looking for you everywhere. Hi, David. Want to go get a mojito? I hear the bartender gives lessons. They're so good. No. I mean, no. Let's see what the lower deck looks like. Maybe we can find a place to get cozy. Lead the way, my lady. So, where were we? Oh, yeah. As I was saying, a Roth IRA is really the best option. He likes her. He doesn't just give out financial advice all willy-nilly. Yeah, well, she must like him, too. How can you tell? If Naomi's not having fun, she's out. Trust me. Well, we're stuck on a boat. Maybe she's just entertaining him so things don't get awkward. Naomi doesn't do awkward. It's an emotion she is incapable of feeling. Wow. That sounds like an interesting trait for a business partner to have. No, it's kind of nice because if you make her mad, she's going to let you know. No dancing around it. Now, what was the face about? Nothing. Please don't play me like a fool. (laughs) It's just, why would Brianna even be looking at Ace after that bad of a breakup? Seems like she would need some time to heal. That's what I said. She's smart. She's self-aware. I find it hard to believe she'd even give him the time of day. This was an issue for me, too. I told Naomi, like, come on, romance is not Brianna's priority right now. In fact, it's at the bottom of her list. (sighs) Stick with it. You'll see. There's a reason Ace catches her eye. Kate! Oh, my God. You scared me. Back already? I need your help. Are you in some kind of danger? Only if juggling two men is considered a risk to my health. What do you need, Naomi? Cover your ears, Christian. This is girl stuff. Will do. Brad has been set loose. I thought he was going to be stuck behind the bar the whole day, but now he's out and about. Any minute, he's going to come looking for me, and I need you to stall him. For what reason? I'm worried if he finds out about David, it'll ruin my chances with him. 
Who's him in that sentence? This is ridiculous. You're ping-ponging between two dates like Zach Morris on Saved by the Bell. Exactly. I knew you'd understand. Just keep Brad busy. If he comes looking for me, don't let him know I'm with David. Make something up. He's already shot us multiple jealous looks. The book would be set in the near future, but it's not sci-fi, more dystopian. Oh, so your first solo venture would be a big swerve away from romance. If I write it, which is a big if. It seems like a swerve because dystopian fiction and romance couldn't feel more at odds, but you know what they say about comedy and horror. No, I don't. Uh, am I supposed to? I'm all of a sudden feeling really self-conscious. Oh, maybe it's just something writers say. There's a belief that comedy writers make great horror writers and vice versa. The idea is that comedy and horror, though very different, rely on the same basic structure of setup and surprise. I'm hoping that the same logic applies to romance novels and dystopian fiction. What do they have in common? Longing. They both require longing. And that's something I know quite well. Um, Naomi's friend? Oh, Brad the bartender. Naomi is in the bathroom or making a phone call. She'll come visit you in a bit. Oh, no. I'm not looking for her. She's on the bow of the boat puking her guts out. I thought you might want to help. Oh, goodness. Yes, uh, thank you. I'll come. Maybe I can be of service. Oh, Naomi, poor thing. What happened? Too much rocking. Not my uncle's boat on the lake. No, no. Shh, you're okay. Just try to breathe through your nose and... I'm gonna be sick again. Will you put down some Dramamine, Christian? Surely they've got a few tablets on this yacht. On it. Oh no, did I mess up your date? It's not a date, and you being sick trumps all. You're such a good friend. I appreciate you. Wow, I love queasy Naomi. I just want you to find someone who will make you happy, and someone is- Oh please, don't start that right now. Okay, no Dramamine, unfortunately, but I... This is your captain speaking. I am happy to report that we have made it to my Enchanted Island. <laughs> no more boats. Come on, Naomi. We'll just be on the dinghy for a few minutes, and then we'll be on dry land. Don't you want to stop the rocking? Yes. Put your arm around my shoulders and your other one around Christian. We're going to get you on your feet on the count of three. One... Two. But where's Brad? David? Three. Oh, okay. You got it. Easy, easy, easy. I'm so glad you're here, Christian. Kate needs you. Stop, Naomi. What? You do. It's nothing to be ashamed of. She's a serial single. There's always a reason not to date someone. Take Kylan. Incredible environmental lawyer. Crazy about Kate. She wouldn't give him the time of day. He was my neighbor. What if it didn't work out? I worked too hard to find that apartment. It was a rent-controlled two-bedroom off the L train. See what I mean? Okay, there we go. 
Feel the sand under your toes? That's solid ground. Why are you being nice to her after she just said all that stuff about me on the dinghy? Because he's a good guy, Kate. And not some ice queen that closes himself off from everyone. Oh, yeah? What about the fact that- uh, I'm gonna step away and let you handle all of- No! I need your support! Okay. Just don't say something you're gonna regret, Kate. She's been drinking. I doubt she'll remember any of this, but you... You might say something you wish you could take back. Oh. I'll remember this. Mojitos or no mojitos. Every word since we got off that cursed yacht has been seared into my memory. According to Kate, I'm immature, reckless, a liability to myself. I didn't say that last one. You implied it. Well, you said some pretty awful things about me. I'm closed off, apparently. Emotionally stunted, incapable of letting my guard down and experiencing joy. You made me sound cold-hearted. You are! That's the perfect word to describe your love life. Cold. Oh, look at that. Um, David's waving me over to join him. Um, I'll check on you in a bit, Kate. Bye. Look what you did. Chased off another man. Me? You're the one that got drunk and cruel. Well, at least I'm being honest. What's that supposed to mean? You've been acting so strange. At first I was confused. I wondered if I had done something wrong, but... But this vacation... Writer's retreat. ...has made it perfectly clear. You're jealous. Excuse me? Instead of being happy for me, you're so jealous of my recent success that you've let it come between our friendship. That is not true. It's obvious, Kate. You can't stand the fact that I've made it, even though I'm doing everything in my power to bring you with me, even though you are fighting me the whole way. Naomi, I... Stop. You know I'm right. And what do I get in return? Snide comments about how I'm a mess. I can't get my life together. I didn't mean to... Well, if I'm such a loser, what the hell does that make you? Now, if you'll excuse me, I have some dates to catch up with. <sighs> She's just had too much to drink. She won't remember this tomorrow. And about the jealousy stuff, she's right, sorta. I mean, I'm being left behind. Of course it scares me. Her success hasn't affected me at all so far. Like, I thought there'd be some overlap. Her fame hasn't moved the needle one bit on sales from Rose Lane. I'm three months of savings away from being a temp again. Sure, the books are older, but with her talking about them to her new connections, we should have seen some movement. Hi. Ah. Sorry, I didn't mean to scare you. How much of that did you hear? Almost nothing of the Naomi interaction, though I did see a lot of hand movements. And as far as you talking to yourself, just the end. I must seem like the biggest loser to you. No, not at all. I'm just worried about you. Don't be. I'll be fine. Naomi and I will be fine. Really? Even after all that? Yeah, I mean... We'll be able to work through this. We always do. From Vogue, The Run-Through, a new weekly podcast featuring the most riveting news in fashion and culture, with Vogue's take on the big stories. Fashion in relation to sports, culture, and politics. From the red carpets and runways to political and cultural events. 
bringing you undertold stories from around the globe with voices rarely accessible and uncommonly authentic. On this season of The Run Through, Serena Williams, Michaela Cole, Mathieu Blasé, and more. The Run Through with Vogue. I'm Chloe Mao. I'm Cho Minardi. Available now wherever you get your podcasts.